Plenty to discuss, Zach. Um, lots in the recruiting front. Um, things are beginning to heat up for the 2024 uh, football recruiting class. Um, plenty to discuss there. Um, we're going to begin our uh, series previewing each group um, from the football team. Obviously, we will start tonight. Uh, if you saw the little edit there at the beginning, a little thumbnail. Uh, with the special teams, and we'll discuss that. Um, and we'll kind of give you our thoughts on that and kind of positions and players who will and, and who will be in their roles and all, all those kinds of things. Um, and so we're going to dive right into it. Um, so just so you know, uh, listeners, we will be going to two shows um so we can get in all the position groups uh, before the football season. We want to do a preview for each position group like we did last year. Um, and so so we can get that in, uh, we will de- be doing two shows per week uh, to make sure we can get them all in before Labor Day weekend. Um, so And that starts tonight with, obviously, the special teams. Zach, how you been doing, buddy? Been doing good. Been doing good. I'm excited to kind of get back in the groove of things. Uh, it's been a good, good summer. Uh, a lot of great things have happened, you know, in both of our lives over the summer. So absolutely, it's been really, really enjoyable summer. Uh, taking some breaks, taking some time off from work, and you know, I mean, I love doing TA, but you know, every now and then it's good to just get a break, you know, and, cool. and, and cool. get away and not have to worry about anything. So it was good to uh, take a couple weeks to uh, not really worry about anything and just enjoy life and uh but i am excited to get back into the groove of things and to get back into uh especially lsu football now that it is here and it is thriving yeah um kevin ray says what's up what's up um what's up to you as well kevin appreciate you joining in um uh, and yeah football is right around the corner i mean we're three days away Three days away from first NFL preseason game. I mean, it is a thriller. It's the Jets versus the Browns in the NFL preseason <laughs> game. Man, what a Big way to time. turn it off. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, we're it's here. It's here, and and fall camp is is right around the corner. Um, and, and as we we mentioned, the recruiting boy, it, it always picks up in July. The end of July, I mean, things heat up, and. and uh, it was like that last year. It, 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 it's the same this year. It, it, it's been like that for a long time. I mean, just recruiting-wise, things tend to pick up right now. 
um, as you move from like spring football, then you have like summer workouts and then summer workouts end and like, it's like full force recruiting um, all the way until the season starts. Um, so uh, lots of good news in front of, you know, in terms of Zach recruiting and, and, and all that uh, for, for us to talk about. Uh, but yeah, we, we had a little hiatus um, a little break here and there. Uh, we, we still got some shows in every now and then, but it, it was nice to um, have a few breaks. And of course we were off doing camps and whatnot. I, you know, I preached camp this past week, um, but man, Football season is a lot of fun, and I am looking forward to discussing all this because, man, it, it just feels like it's going to be a really fun football season. I mean, yeah. it, it feels like it could have some potential to be um, pretty awesome for the LSU Tigers. Uh, Brian Kelly and they've got they've year. got big shoes to fill uh, after yeah. women's basketball, and then following women's basketball, what uh, what uh, Jay Johnson and the baseball team did, they got some big shoes fill. LSU sports yeah. right now is on an extreme high. You know, you're just coming off two national championships back to back in in sports seasons. So uh, LSU fans are excited about football and kind of wanting the same. Yeah, absolutely, no, no doubt. I mean, second year Brian Kelly, and it it just feels like you have the pieces to do what you need to do. Yeah, um, you know, some of the pieces which will. We'll, you know, discuss this in depth when we get to these positions, but some of them you have the talent, but you're not sure like if it'll be there, if it'll all come together just because of transfers, you got so many of them, like, like in the DB room, you know, how that's all going to play out. You know, that's kind of a question mark, not in terms of talent, but like, how is it like going to work out? They, they're all like transfers this year. So, yeah. um, unit. save a few, um, but it's like transfers and freshmen. And, and I think, Man, I, th- I think like Latarence Welch is like your your main returner from from like DB standpoint. Anyways, but it just feels like you have the pieces to do what you need to do. Like if the talent shows and shines in the DB room, there's not really much weakness uh, across this football team. I mean, you're strong. I feel like on the offensive line, and you're uh, strong at the quarterback position. You're strong yeah. at the running back position. I mean, geez, we got like eight running backs that we can run out there. Um, I, I told you, man, if we want to just like field a whole team, uh, Dude. from the running back room, we could. Man, tied in. I mean, Mason Taylor had an incredible freshman year. He's coming back with experience now. You have, you know, uh, several fr- uh, true freshmen, uh, McGowan and Pimpton and um, uh, Mac Markway, you know, all coming in. And, um, of course, the receiving core is arguably one of the best, if not the best, in the SEC. Yeah. Um, and then the defense, you know, you have depth on the defensive line and uh, talent on the defensive line. Mason Smith is a freaking freak, and it's going to be really awesome to have him back and healthy. Um, the linebacking – I mean, the linebacker room, I feel like, could be a huge surprise this year. I, I think the linebacker room could – might be – uh, you're, you're like star this year. I mean, Omar Spites just won the Iron Tiger Award of yep. the summer. I mean, led the Pac-12 last year in, in tackles as a linebacker, all Pac-12, you know, guy. You know, I think he was like 120 tackles last season. And, of course, you have, you know, this guy named Harold Perkins. Uh, and then you add Greg Penn, who's got experience and played great last year. And I, I mean, the linebacker room is solid. And then you got rotational pieces like the, the Weeks boys and, um, some some freshmen like Christian uh, Braithwaite coming in, and so 
I'm very excited. And then you got veteran play in, in, in the safety position. Yeah. Um, I, it just feels like you have pieces everywhere that if it all comes together, this could be a very special season. So I'm super excited as we start tonight talking about football and previewing it because, man, guys, I'll say it right here. It's July 31st. It, it, I mean, this is a national championship contending team. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it, it, this is a potential national championship contending team. There's no question about it. And they're going to be tested early against Florida State. Tyler, what's up, man? Zach, but before we kind of dive into all the football stuff, we do need to talk about um, quickly, we need to talk about uh, the latest transfer portal update. Jay Johnson still doing work this offseason, you know, kind of putting the final touches on this roster. Uh, Zach, who did we add recently? Uh, well, we added Luke Holman, uh, which, yeah. you know, was very expected. Um, and yeah. I think it's it's a great get. I mean, the pitching additions that you've made this offseason so far and the pitching additions that you required um, that you thought you might lose in Nate Ackenhausen, uh, Javen Coleman, guys like that, um, it's big. So yeah. the, that And they very well could be the strength of the team next year. Uh, that's a long ways away. Um, we'll see. Which, by the way, we are planning on having Luke Holtman on. Uh, we had yep. to kind of nail down a few things with him uh, over direct message with him and just discussing things with him. We're right. planning on having him, uh, I would assume, next week, Reagan, or maybe this Friday, potentially. Yep. We'll have to get back with him. Uh, he's yep. on vacation right now, so uh, had to kind of postpone a little bit and push back further than we thought we'd be able to have him on. Uh, but he will be joining us on the show here soon. Now, yep. the other news in the transfer portal is there's still no word from Braden Montgomery, and we have so not quiet. heard. So quiet. It's been very, very quiet. You haven't heard anything. There was a little bit of some scuffling and some rumor mill whenever the news broke about Luke Holman, that LSU had another one, that LSU had another commitment that was coming. Um, that's kind of died off a little bit, and there was – some people that were hinting towards that it could be Montgomery, potentially. Wow. Um, if you're able to pull that off, that would be absolutely, I mean, just incredibly massive. Uh, I mean, you're talking about – I mean, LSU is going to be a team that can always potentially contend for a national championship almost every year in and year out, almost every year. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you add Braden Montgomery, you are in a – I wouldn't say you're in the same spot you were coming into last year, obviously, because that talent yeah, no, that yeah. with that talent. But I mean, that's a team you add Braden Montgomery, like you yeah. could you could contend for another national championship. No doubt. No uh that's doubt. how big an addition would be in adding Braden Montgomery. So we'll see what happens. Um, there's a lot of different there's a lot of uh different things going around and that we're hearing right now, but I would love love for him to be a Tiger. I'm not extremely confident that he becomes a Tiger. I think he stays in Mississippi. We'll find out. Some people may more may know more than us. But uh, outside of that, that's really it when it comes to transfer portal uh, news. I, I, I think Jay Johnson is still putting in a lot of work. There's still guys to be added potentially. Uh, but I think it's drawing near a close of who LSU is going to add uh, for the baseball yeah. team. I honestly think he's done. I, I think that's it. Honestly, I think Braden yeah. Montgomery is – my prediction is that he goes to Mississippi State, which is okay with me. I'd rather him go to Mississippi State than go to Ole Miss. 
Um, I, that's that's where um, I think he's leaning. I, I think the other day Kendall Rogers even mentioned that that he thinks it's a Mississippi State lean, um, and and I tend to I tend to like what Kendall says to be true. Um, yeah. it, it it pretty typically holds holds to be true when Kendall's reporting it. So I think Braden Montgomery is is bound to be a bulldog. Um, but like I really think it's okay, guys. Like I mean, it, it's fine that Braden Montgomery goes to be Mississippi State uh, to be at a, at a Mississippi to go to Mississippi State. Excuse me. Um, in terms of like arm talent, I, I mean, Zach, we we've added several guys, and and it is deep. I mean, we are deep in on, on the mound next year. I mean, you have a ton of returners. You've added now four transfer pitchers. You've got more um, lefties than you do righties. Yeah, you got a ton of left-handed pitching, and you added some freshmen that you did not think you were going to add in yeah. Cam Johnson, um, Jake Brown. So, I mean, it's a very exciting time for LSU baseball. I mean, I, I don't mean this as a knock on pulmonary whatsoever, but Jay Johnson just seems to have bring brought a youthfulness and a relentlessness and a tenacity that has not been there. And with LSU's resources at baseball, with with the support that the baseball team has, I mean, it is unlimited what you could do at LSU. And when you pair it with a coach like Jay Johnson, I mean, you're you're tapping into uh, some crazy. I mean, I mean, let's uh, to be honest, I, I feel like we're headed more in a direction of like Skip Burtman. As crazy as that sounds, I feel like LSU is headed towards that that kind of caliber again, yeah. rather than regressing from that kind. I, of I don't caliber. disagree. I don't disagree. So, I think LSU's definitely on the up and up, even after yeah. the championship. Yeah, I, I like Jay Johnson. Zach is like, I don't remember off the top of my head. I think he's like forty five years old, forty four years old. Mm-hmm. Like, dude has a lot of years left, a lot. Yeah. Like, and I don't think he's going anywhere unless, like, the New York Yankees calling. And, and I don't even know if he would leave for that. Like, I think his place is Kyle. I don't think so. Like, I don't even think he would leave for that. So, like, there, there is a lot of years left in Jay Johnson. And, man, I, I love what I have seen from him. I, I think there's a there's a relentless pursuit that, that Beloso was talking about, you know, when he was on the show, that it's just, like, a never-ending drive. Uh, to to win and to be the best and man, it's it's exciting to to see that in him and also he's young, um, so it, it makes me it you know my compare here, I thought about this the other day, my comparison for for Jay Johnson, I, I don't which I don't think Kirby Smart is this young, but like I, he reminds me of like Kirby Smart because Kirby Smart is a relentless recruiter, like. Yeah relentless he wants to go out and get the best of the best he goes to goes in and pulls guys that you wouldn't expect him to pull getting the best of the best and like that's what jay johnson is doing and he's doing it at a you know a place that has every real resource possible um so kind of kind of my my comparison there that's that's kind of the mentality i, I feel like i get from kirby smart i feel like i get that from jay johnson so yeah. Pretty excited for the future of LSU baseball, uh, no doubt, no doubt. But I, I think in terms of transfer portal, they're done. 
I think Braden Montgomery goes to Mississippi State. But, guys, we're, we're good. We're, we're going to be okay if Braden Montgomery doesn't come. I'm very pleased with where we're at. So, all right, Zach. Uh, we need. Do we have any comments in here we need to address? And then we'll oh, move yeah. forward uh, Adam, to the Bayou Splash. Adam discussing uh, the team, the two NFL teams playing on Thursday night, said they are both hot Duke. <laughs> uh, the guys from the Golden Boot are joining us. He said, gentlemen and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, up? I mean, it's either Ann or Pooh Bear. Appreciate y'all joining it's, it's Pooh Bear for sure. Pooh Bear. Appreciate uh, you joining Kevin said, as a kid, my dream was to attend LSU, but I didn't think I were college. I didn't think I was college material, so I did the military army thing. Appreciate hey, your service, Kevin. Appreciate it. Is on, you know? Nothing wrong with hey, that. Reagan, Reagan started off, you know, going into the military. So only a year. Only a year. It didn't <laughs> last very long. But. It didn't. It didn't last very long. But so, I appreciate it, your service, Kevin. Really appreciate you joining in as well. Um. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. I love the neon look. Oh, oh, he's talking about the new, uh, yeah, backdrop. The new backdrop. Yeah, you're of course, welcome. Zach gets the credit for that. Obviously, <laughs> Zach gets the credit for that. Um, oh, Adam was saying he wasn't talking about the Jets, the Browns. Oh, and the state and Ole Miss, him going to potentially state or Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, again, I would rather him go to state, in all honesty. I'd rather yeah, him go to state than Ole Miss. I think Adam's correct in both ways, whether it's the, talking about the NFL Thursday night games or yeah, uh, correct Greg on Montgomery not doing it. <laughs> it, it works. Although, I, I mean, if if the Jets are playing, I, I'm, I'm curious to see if Aaron yeah. Rodgers will step out there. Yeah, it's going to be I will watch that. I will it is watch gonna be interesting. I mean, there's football on. I'm going to watch it. So oh, for sure. It's going sure. to happen. <laughs> it's definitely going to be on for me Thursday night as well. Uh, what I'm also excited about is fantasy football. It's it's good, about to get going too. A little fantasy football. I had, I had a fun year last year. I need um, to defend my title. Unfortunately, I would have won a title last year, but you know everything happened with Demar Hamlin, and that is that is literally what cost me the title. Literally. That's true. That I was thirty points true. away. I was thirty point points away in the championship game from winning, and That's true. I had to forfeit points from Josh Allen, uh, Dawson Knox, and the Buffalo defense. I had all three of those. Yeah. And I had to sacrifice all three of those, uh, unfortunately, which I mean, I mean, I'm not I'm not really upset about it. Uh, I'm a little salty, but I mean, con- considering what happened, like I'm not really upset. So it's all yeah. good. Yeah, it's all good. Jason maybe said me too with Hamlin. Yeah, I was thirty. I was if I would have had thirty points, uh, which Josh Allen probably would have put that up himself, honestly. <laughs> um, but if I would have had thirty more points, I would have taken home the championship. But it's all good. Um, it's all good. I'm I'm coming for a title this year. So yeah, football. It's fun. I have back to back titles, so I am looking to defend and go for a a three piece. Well, Big Looking Brother's joining the league now, so you were in the league last year. You were in the I league. I was last not year. in the league last year. In our league, you were. I was not. The only league I was in last year was the JetX League. My my work. That's league. right. You're right. You're right. The You're only right. league right. I was in, and I You're played right. Philip for the championship and lost because three of my uh, <laughs> point givers were unable to give me points. Uh, not for for obviously the Hamlin reason, but anyways, let's move on to the Bayou Splash. We've talked I love, about. I love fantasy football. We've talked yeah, we got to talk about the Bayou Splash, though, Zach. We've got to talk Bayou Splash. I mean, man, you, I love the the Bayou Splash. Look, the Bayou Splash is a huge 
um, recruiting event. Every school does a big recruiting event. This is LSU's big recruiting event that they do every summer. Well, the last two summers now is the BK Bayou Splash. And, look, if you're not winning when you are doing a recruiting event like this, then you just suck. I, I mean, let's, let's be real. You're just you're just not a good team. When you throw out an event like this and it doesn't go well, there's a problem. Um, yeah. Because he, here's the deal with the, the BK Bayou Splash. I mean, you open up the big LSU pool for all these top recruits to come swim in. I mean, you're booking them hotels. You're booking flights for them to come. I mean, you're, you're rolling out the red carpet for all of them, and, and, and you're – I mean, you're buying them food and pulling out the whole spread. I mean, you're doing everything. So if it doesn't go well, there's something else going wrong. Um, so this tends to go well every year. Yeah. But the good thing is I think they they do this at a really great time. Um, I think they plan this event really timely because it is in this period where we're talking about when things are really kind of tending to heat up. And there are there are always some recruits, a lot of recruits, that will want to kind of have a decision made and kind of a commitment done before they get into their senior year of football. Like so they can just focus on football and finishing their senior year of high school. Yeah. Um, and then come signing day, they'll sign. Um, so timeline wise, it works out so well. And man, LSU in the last two seasons has seemed to make a great push in the month of July for all the recruits that they want. And then they capitalize on it with this recruiting event, the BK Bayou Splash. And it was no different this year. Um, it was phenomenal. It was successful. Um, it seems like there is a lot of uh, rumblings coming out of, uh, of this um, event. Lots of good things uh, uh, have happened and, and some commitments have already kind of transpired and, and a flip as well. Um, so Zach, it was, it, it was a success. I mean, that's, that's about all you can say for it, but we can talk about like specifically some recruits, you know, that were present. I mean, some Zach, what were some of the recruits that we were looking for that were, that you wanted to be involved at this event and kind of looking to see, can we get a commitment from them and, can we capitalize while we're here? What were some of those top recruits we were looking at? I think for me, it definitely was Colin Simmons and Caden oh, uh, Durham, um, yeah. Wardell Mack as well. So, Reagan, if, if you'll let me real quickly, let's run through it. There's there's a lot. Oh, it's usually it yeah. very very quickly. All right, Ahmed Bro, commit. If I say commit, they are currently already committed to LSU. Ahmed Bro, commit. Demirion Johnson, commit. Joel Rogers, commit. Jawan Johnson, commit. Dave uh, Davon Keys, commit. Aaron Burrell commit, Kyrie Lee commit, Wallace Foster commit, Tredez Green commit, Collage Cobbins commit, Kylan Billet commit, Michael Turner commit, uh, Joshua uh, Lair, who is currently projected to go to Texas. He was also there, 2024. Uh, Devin Smith, Tylen Singleton, which Tylen Singleton obviously uh, is recently committed. Yep, is re recently committed. Uh, uh, Dominic McKinley, that's another big name to mention. Yes. Uh, currently a LSU lean. I, I didn't mention him. Colin Simmons, as I mentioned, Caden Durham, uh, the Deville boys uh, out of Texas. Those guys are massive, massive. Yeah. Obviously, you want to get Wardell Mack. <laughs> He's currently, per on three, a lean to LSU. Uh, Blake Ivey, Jalen Bell, 
Russell uh, Babineau, Kevin Otis, Javion Hilson, Micah Debeau, uh, Andrew Marsh, Harlem Berry. I, I definitely was very, very excited to see Har- Harlem Berry make his way to the Bayou Splash. Obviously, oh, for me, he is probably the biggest get for LSU in the 2025 class. Uh, oh, so to have him question. on campus there for that was, was, was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Jabori Antoine, DeCorian Moore, DeCorey Watson, uh, Lamar Brown, Jalen Chapman, Isaiah Williams. Um, so, and that is, I think, the end of the list. Uh, there probably was more that I'm missing. Uh, that's just the list that I saw from online. But um, massive, massive targets. Um, obviously, with Ward, Wardell Mack, um, Colin Simmons, Harlem Barry, Caden uh, Durham, like, those are the names you really you're you're looking at right now. Um, Did you mention it, Bryce Underwood? Bryce Underwood, yes. Uh, he, he, I guess he yeah. wasn't on that list. That may may have been an earlier list. Bryce Underwood, uh, the top Bryce Underwood, the top quarterback in the 2025 class, correct, Greg? Or is it arguably the top player? He is the top quarterback. Arguably, no, he's 25. 2025. Okay, that's correct. So uh, he's out of the uh, 2025 class. He is arguably, as Reagan said, the top player in the class. He is the number one quarterback in the class. Yeah, and Wardell Mack did not make it, by the way. He, he Wardell did not Mack make it did not. Okay, so that was must have been an earlier list that I was uh, that I was looking at. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious about Wardell Mack after the Kai Bates commit. Kind of, I'm kind of curious as to see if he'll actually make it to LSU. But yeah, you don't yeah. wait around for Wardell Mack to commit when when Kai, a guy like Kai Bates is ready to commit. So I, I mean, that's true. That's true. Anyways. So some questions were kind of answered. Uh, some assumptions were made from this weekend. Uh, and some good, some bad. So uh, obviously that was kind of one of the more, you know, not as good with the Ward I'm I would say, I would say that, yeah, that's the only negative. It's the only yeah. negative from the weekend. Um, but the biggest thing for me this weekend was, um, you know, you already picked up a couple commits from the two <laughs> offensive linemen. Yes. Uh, Ori Williams and Joseph uh, Cryer. Joseph Cryer. Uh, some big bullies up, up front. You know, yeah, those are guys that you needed. Um, I mean, you're going to continue to recruit the offensive line. I mean, it's, it's BK. He's going to do what he wants to do, obviously, up front uh, with the big bullies. So that was massive to get those guys. But I mean, we're really just waiting to see the two Texas guys. Um, those yeah. are the guys that I am really, really wanting. Um, I think both of them uh, are leans I w- are towards LSU. I would say Caden Durham is more so, uh, the you know probably gonna end up a Tiger. With yeah. Colin Simmons, you gotta you gotta worry about Texas. Um, yeah. Texas has made a massive push on him. Um, seems like it's it's an LSU Texas battle. We did uh, see that Caden Durham released um, his final three the other day. We thought maybe we'd get an announcement. Yesterday at three o'clock, uh, we did not. It was a final three between uh, Oklahoma, LSU, and remind me, Reagan, the other team. I'm going blank. A and M. A and M. So it's really down between LSU and A and M. It's really down between I mean, uh, Oklahoma and A and M. Uh, Oklahoma's Oklahoma. in there as well. So we'll find out. Uh, you know, hopefully here soon, uh, the decision between both of those guys. But I really like LSU's chances, and if you land both those guys, I mean, you are going to be wrapping up a phenomenal class. Oh, absolutely. Look, here's the deal. Um, Caden Durham, I think, is going to be a, a Tiger. I mean, because I think Frank Wilson has gone all in on him. Sure. Um, I, I mean, he is all in on Caden Dur- Durham, and I think Caden recognizes that. 
And also, LSU has not got a running back this class yet. Caden Durham would be the sole running back uh, in this class as of right now. Because you don't um, need anymore. <laughs> you don't. You don't need anymore. Um, and also, you have two running backs in the state of Louisiana next year that are very good, and Harlem Berry and uh, James Simon. Both of them are like top 100 players in the country, and Harlem Berry is going to be arguably the best running back in the nation. Um, so, Caden Durham's is is the sole running back I think for this class, and I think Frank Wilson is all in on getting him. Uh, and, and Oklahoma has already added Taylor Tatum, uh, who's pretty highly recruited running back as well. Um, so. In terms of you know that LSU's like all in on him, so I, I think we land him. Uh, Colin Simmons, uh, I don't know, just with the Bayou splash, with the th- you know with all of the things with Caden Durham, um, it feels like you know there's a great chance that LSU could land him. I, I mean, uh, from all indications, LSU is willing and ready to match and and. To match and go above what Texas is willing to 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 do, like with anything Colin wants. Uh, I mean, discussions of playtime, NIL, like like all of that. LSU is ready to match absolutely anything that Texas offers. And look, I mean, you went and got a guy out of Texas last year, and it worked out really stinking well for him in Harold Perkins. Um, so you have a LSU has a long history of getting some phenomenal defensive players uh, out of Texas. Uh, I mean, to name another, Jamal Adams. Um, so uh, I, I like where LSU stands with Collins with Colin Simmons. I mean, it really is down to LSU and Texas, and with Caden Durham, it's down to LSU and Oklahoma. Um, and, and I really like LSU's chances to land both of them. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Colin went to Texas. Um, but LSU is all in. I mean, they are all in. They did the whole, you know, um, media hashtag thing where all the players were putting out Colin Baton Rouge, which I think was awesome. Yeah, um, I mean, literally after the the Bayou Splash weekend, um, Colin personally on his own Twitter page um, posted a picture of him and you know in his LSU uniform uh, from his photos and. And and put hashtag the BK effect, so it's yep. like man, you really like where you're at right now yeah. uh, with Colin, and, and man, he is an elite talent. And man, dude, I, I'm just oh, I mean, you 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 added Harold Perkins la- the the year before, and he was phenomenal last year. You added Deshaun Womack; he's going to be a freshman this year, and he's a five star edge that's uh, going to be a freak in his time at LSU. And then if you add Colin Simmons, like, man, Brian Kelly has been killing it with, like, elite defensive players and, and pass rushers. Um, I, I mean, been killing it. So if you land Colin, it's, it's huge. Um, but Bryce Underwood was one of the things that really caught my attention. This he's guy, a late, late addition. Yeah, he was a late addition to the, the BK Bayou Splash. He, he's a 2025 recruit. But here's the deal. The dude's in, from Michigan, Zach. And he's made his way to LSU like three times in the last four months, and he's had like four visits, and the last two of them have been like LSU. And, and some of them uh, were like unofficial. So like he paid his own way to come to LSU. <laughs> so And Bryce Underwood's family made it to the BK Bayou Splash. So, man, that is a great um, 
I mean, it is a great uh, look into the 2025 class for, I mean, arguably the best player in the country with Bryce Underwood. Um, I mean, great start uh, by the staff for him. And, man, if you were able to come next year, land him, I mean, uh, I mean, that, that would be amazing. It'd be amazing. So this class, Zach, I don't know if this class, this class is not going to be top five. I think this class is going to be top 10, but here, here's the reality. Number one, I don't, I don't really think recruiting uh, rankings matter. Recruiting matters. Don't get me wrong. Recruiting absolutely matters. I don't know if recruiting rankings always matter because kind of the whole ranking systems, they're, they're, you know, they're not a hundred percent and, you know, ESPN has, has a player ranked something and two, four, seven has them ranked something else. And on three has them ranked something else. So Uh, let's not forget that Justin Jefferson was a two star. Yeah, correct. I mean, it's, it's completely subjective. It's completely subjective. This class I think is full of some really phenomenal talent that, that is a little bit overlooked. Um, I I mean, I'm thinking of guys like, like uh, Billy Ott, our receiver, Kylan Billy Ott. Um, he he's a four star. He's a four star. So I don't know if overlooked is the best word, but like he's not like a hot commodity receiver. But then you go turn the tape on, and the dude has a freakish catch radius. I mean, he is like really stinking good. Um, so this class, I don't think it's going to be like top five, but I think I, I really am liking the way this class is playing out. Another really important thing, Zach, that that in previous coaching staffs had been a continual problem that Brian Kelly has completely changed is the offensive line. Yep. Before Brian Kelly, the the previous two recruiting classes, the one before Brian Kelly came, you got two offensive linemen. That is unacceptable. You only got two. And the one before that, you got three. Unacceptable. Five offensive linemen, five offensive linemen in, in, in two recruiting classes is unacceptable. Yeah, I mean that I cannot happen. That's it, why you have you've had depth issues in the past. Absolutely, the past it is absolutely. And Brian Kelly, he has consistently put great offensive linemen into the NFL at Notre Dame, and he is yeah. going to do the same thing here at LSU. I mean, last year you got four. This year you have right now four committed, um, and you also got the transfer in Mason Lunsford, so you could count that as like a fifth. Yeah. Um, and then you also go back to like it, you know, when he was only recruiting for like a month and he was able to land Emory Jones and Will Campbell. Um, so, and, and he went and got some transfers in like Miles Frazier and, um, man, what was the other one? I'm drawing a blank. Anyways, but he, he is doing a phenomenal job at the offensive line. It is what you need. It is absolutely yeah. what you need. Ori Williams is another guy out of Texas who is one of those guys I feel like is being overlooked. He's only a three-star, but you turn the tape on, and he's like a phenomenal player. I mean, great offensive tackle, great size, great footwork. Uh, Big Hoss, you know, you just got him to decommit from Ole Miss uh, and commit to you. You flipped him. Um, Oh, Traymond Short was the other. That that is the other one I was thinking of. Thank you, RP. Um, So – that is something that LSU had struggled with, and it's something that LSU struggled with like since less miles. I mean, it had been unacceptable. I mean, we we would 
2015 is the great example. Oh. I mean, you had Leonard Fournette and you had like national championship you couldn't get written pushed. all over it. And you go to Alabama and you get absolutely curb stomped. You get curb stomped. Leonard Fournette was was a zero impact on that game. Zero impact. I mean, a Heisman caliber running back, and he had zero impact on the game because your offensive line was trash. Brian Kelly is doing a phenomenal job on the offensive line in terms of depth and talent. And, it, I mean, he is setting the foundations for this program to be consistently good for a long time. And, and that's another great thing that, 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 that is coming out of the Bayou Splash and that is coming out of Brian Kelly's tenure so far. Yeah. Zach, do you have anything else with, with the Bayou Splash? I mean, anything else that caught your attention that you like? I mean, something to mention that, you know, outside of recruiting, outside of like, I mean, when you think about it, like you're getting a bunch of teenage guys together to hang out and have fun. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like they're playing games, they're swimming, like they're just you're doing a massive, massive party at LSU where you want these kids to be. They're around kid their peers, they're around athletes uh that they they have known growing up, that they've played against, that they've played with. Um yeah. And when you're able to do that and you're able to just have, you know, these bonding moments with these players, not not only just the coaches and the players bonding with each other, but the players, you know, bonding with each other as well. Uh, yeah. Players that aren't on the same team in high school, um, you know, and, you know, you may have one player that has committed to LSU and one player that's kind of a lean to LSU or maybe a player that never considered LSU. And now, you know, they're – Get, they're questioning. Oh well, maybe 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 LSU's a place I need to look at. Or they also get to talk to current LSU players. Exactly. Also, I mean, like we we felt you know we think okay we think recruiting 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 which uh, a lot of this Bayou there's a lot that goes into this Bayou splash outside of just them recruiting these players um, because there's other things that are doing the recruiting as well not just the coaches not just them being on campus but. Uh, the players that are on campus, current LSU players, but players that um, are not committed to LSU, uh, players that are committed to LSU and haven't made their way to LSU yet, like all that, it becomes a factor uh, yeah. in, in something uh, when you do something like this. And so it is a phenomenal job by Brian Kelly and his staff to come up with this the last two years. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's going to be a staple in the LSU program as long as Brian Kelly is here. It's going to be something that they do every single year yeah. uh, to try and draw in recruiting. And when you see the list and you see the names that are being brought uh, to this event, I mean, it's massive. And it's only going to get better and better as they continue to tweak it and continue to make it better. So um, overall – just a really, really great uh, event to be able to host for LSU uh, yeah. to make a push in recruiting. The, uh, and another thing they, do, I think they do better because uh, look, like I said earlier, they all teams have recruiting events like this. But one thing that I feel like LSU has done a lot better about in the last two seasons with Brian Kelly is the social media push for it. I, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know personally if I have seen as much like publicity and attention for a recruiting event as the as as I've seen for the BK Bayou Splash. Like I feel like the media team and getting all the players involved in it, like posting it and resharing it, like and, and of course 
big shows like Miked Up and, of course, AYS. And, like, everybody's talking about the BK Bayou Splash on social media. Like, I, I feel like in terms of social media, they've done a lot better than other teams promoting their recruiting event as well. So it's like a, a thing that everybody's hearing about all the time. And these recruits, of course, have grown up having social media. So obviously that's going to catch their attention as well. Um, so, all right, guys, that's that's all kind of we got here on the BK uh, Bayou Splash. We need to hit a quick break before we transition here uh, to the special teams preview. Looking forward to talking about our first group position, and we'll do it right after this. Five-star hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem, and at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, Ray, let's get a few comments before uh, we make our transition and start discussing yeah, uh, the team. Uh, Doug Nose is in here, so what's good, fellas? What's good, Doug? Uh, I'm assuming that's, I'm assuming that's his real name. I, I I can't I can't really tell. I'm assuming I don't know, but the profile pic makes it. I don't care yeah, what the name is. Every time I see it, whether it's on here or on AYS, I'm like, Fantastic. dude, this is just phenomenal. Just <laughs> I don't know if he made it or if he found it online. Uh, Doug, maybe Fantastic. you can tell us that. What's what's your real name, Doug? I mean, you may not want to tell us. That's fine if you don't. And uh, where did you find this phenomenal profile picture? Oh, God, I love it. Jim RP said uh, Underwood came on his parents' anniversary last weekend, too. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, Xavier yeah. Atkins uh, was Bryce from Underwood, sure. the Bayou Bash. So, Look, uh, that's one thing I meant to mention. Yeah, Xavier Atkins is not going to be an LSU Tiger. Just yeah, he's, throw a, that he's, out a, he's a commit right now. but he, he is a commit, but he will not be an LSU Tiger, which is crazy. But he, he won't be. It, it, what's, what's crazy to me is he's from Louisiana. And as soon as LSU offered him, dude, he was all over it, and he all committed. Over. I mean, like, he was, like, thrilled. I mean, he was through the moon. He was on, like, I remember, like, as soon as he committed, like, he was, like, on Instagram Live. He was hyping it up. He's trying to get everybody to be an LSU Tiger. Um, and then he transfers to a school in Texas because, I mean, look, Texas high school football, this you know, uh, more, more, more publicity. Louisiana high school football is nothing to – you know, joke about, but Texas, obviously high school football is a little different world. Um, and so he's there to get some more publicity, maybe up his recruiting. And like, it's like LSU is like kind of been non-existent now, but uh, <laughs> anyways, I, I was excited for him, but he's not going to end up being a tiger. In fact, I, I, I don't quote me on this, but I think that, that his scholarship offer was, was removed uh, as well. So, I wouldn't be surprised. Adkins cut. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if you see a decommitment de from him very soon. But is what it is. We'll find out. All right, Reagan. Let's get into it. Special teams. Um, so 
I mean, I understand like it's it's special teams and everybody's like, ah, oh, special teams, like whatever. No, bro. And after last it's, year, we it's the first one, but yeah, Reagan. I mean, uh, this is massive. Like to discuss yeah. this is is yeah. massive. Uh, previewing, like you know, we we're last year. We went to last year going like it could be a weakness because there's like you're like everything was brand new, right? Like. Yeah. You had to have a new kicker. You had lost Cade York. You had a new punter. You'd lost. You had lost uh, Zach Van Rosenberg. Uh, I right. mean, you were just you were just redoing everything, right? Uh, I mean, everything was brand new for the special teams unit, and you had a new coach. I mean, it was just a complete overhaul. And yep. you know, there were some pieces that you liked, but uh, ultimately, you were. It was a concern. It was a concern, and ultimately, that became true uh, throughout this season. Uh, I mean, you think about the Florida State game, you think about the Tennessee game, and I mean, though there's mistakes in those games that were on special teams. Every game that, that every cost game. LSU the game. There was mistakes. Uh, it seemed like every game that hurt LSU. A lot of formation time, can't catch I it. Mean, everything penalties, coverage, everything. everything. It was bad, and a lot of people called for Brian Polian's head, um, and. You know, we didn't. We weren't saying, "Hey, like fire him," because he did a really good job at being a recruiting coordinator. Um, but ultimately, there was a demotion, and then he moves on himself. Yeah. So, um, you no longer have Brian Polian, Josh Danson, Josh Danson, who was an analyst, um, gets promoted. Obviously, he was the former uh, former defensive coordinator at Georgia and Tennessee. Yeah, uh, was an analyst last year on the team. He gets promoted to special teams quarter uh, coordinator. Let's see what happens. I mean, he's that's one of his positions, right? Yeah. Um, it's he, it's not like his sole title, but it's one of his jobs uh, right. as uh, as a coach here on staff. So it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what he how he plays into this, you know, how he does as a coach uh, and and leading this unit. But let's Reagan, let's really let's let's talk. Um, kind of uh, the, the positions, the key positions, obviously, in this unit. Uh, let's start with, with kicker. I mean, obviously, that's the biggest the biggest part of the special teams is kicker. Um, they play the, the, the most important, most major role in the unit because um, they are the point getters, right? And the, yeah. they're the only point getters in this unit. Um, so, obviously, Damian Ramos uh, took, took sole position of uh, starting – kicker last year and I, I gotta be honest Reagan did a good job I mean oh, for, for what for what you know LSU special teams was last year I mean Damian Ramos had some really key moments uh I mean he is not gonna be you know it, it, he's not Katie York right let's let's just, just be blunt like he's not out wow. here and, and, and it's 50 plus and you're going oh man like we're good like it's 50 plus no biggie right like when when he gets in that 40 40 plus range, you're going, eh, you know, but like inside 40, pretty solid, really solid kicker. Uh, he had some key moments for you. I mean, you think about uh, the Florida game, you think about some other games that were massive. Uh, for there was one moment, though, there was one moment that you really needed him to kick. A, I, I can't remember which game it was, but man, you really needed him to kick a field goal, and it was like 46 yards, and he nailed it. I can't remember which game it was, but he that was I one moment I was like, that was great. You know, that, that was, was great. great. I can't remember uh, which one it was, though. Maybe one of my end. It probably, who knows? I mean, you think about 
what was the ba- did we did we have to kick field goals? I wanted to say it was I in mean, Bama. In the Bama game, we had to kick a couple of crucial field goals. Yeah. To, in the Bama, you know, in the Bama game, I want to say it was in the. I want to say it was in the Bama game. I mean, but. he 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 um kicked a field goal to go up. What was it? Seventeen to something. Seventeen to I can't remember exactly. Seventeen to sixteen or something like that. Maybe. Uh, I, I, can't, I mean, I, I mean, he, he made some big field goals this past year. So um, he is going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy. Um, now we'll be interested to see, you know, does he, does he hold on to that the entire year? I think so. Um, it depends on how he, I mean, we've seen in the off season too, there's been some social media posts by him of him, like kicking 60 yards. Right now, of course that's like teed up, you know, it's in practice, you know, it's not, you know, it's not in the the heat of battle, right. In the, in the, um, nervousness of a moment in in a packed stadium, you know, against another team that's, that's there's no snap hold spin. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, but, uh, you know, great to see him, uh, kicking, you know, from that distance and nailing, nailing field goals. But, uh, I don't think, I'm not super worried about, I, I'm, I'm not super worried about Damien. Um, but, you know, what, if you have to get in, if you have to kick some long field goals and, and you're playing some tight games, which I, I mean, obviously, I think LSU will this year. Um, and you're having and your offense stalls out like right after they get past the 50. Um, uh, you know, once they get into you know 30, 40 area, like and you gotta kick some long field goals, then I start to get nervous, right? Then I start to get a little nervous. Um, so anyway, what's your thought, Reagan, on uh kicker on Damien? Or, or I mean, is there another guy you see maybe potentially emerge, maybe take this? Oh, this well, year? I don't think so. But. I mean, Ramos, like we talked about, he was pretty solid last year. Um, and I, I think he is the guy who starts, and, and we'll see if that carries on. I mean, Nathan Dobbert, I think, could be a guy who could potentially get some looks. And he's going to um, be a kickoff specialist. Yeah, right. And so, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see Dobbert in, in the, the kicker role, um, but I think right now it's Ramos. And honestly, I think it's about the same as last year. Maybe, maybe there's been some improvement. Uh, like on his leg strength from strengthening and conditioning. Maybe he's got some more distance in him. Um, but I definitely think that uh, um, it's going to be Ramos for – I think he'll take it and he'll he'll run with it, honestly. I think Divert's going to be your place kicker like you were talking about. So I think it's yeah. Ramos, Ramos' job, and I think it's his to lose, uh, if anything. So Correct. Now, where I am most confident, I think you would agree with this, is obviously a punter. Uh, Jay yeah, Bramlett yeah, no is doubt. a what fifth year guy, six year guy now. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. veteran. Yeah, I think he's a super senior. He did phenomenal last year. He really was, honestly, probably the strength of the special teams. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, Damian held his own, but probably the strength of the special teams. I think I remember one punt that Jay, uh, you know, kind of shanked a little bit and wasn't great. But overall, Jay Bramlett. I mean, he is a guy that. Uh, he could change. He could change games uh, because he can Absolutely. reverse field position. Uh, he's going to be able to pin pin teams deep into their own end uh, into their own territory. Uh, I mean, he can play a major major role in some of these games that you're going to be playing in, and some of these tight ball games you're going to be playing in. Uh, the biggest thing for me on punting uh, is the punt coverage. There was uh, there was some times when the punt coverage was not great. Uh, yeah. So can you adjust? Can you fix some of those things? Outside of that, I think punt coverage is going to be great. Uh, now the biggest question, Reagan, and I'll let you kind of lead this off, is on the flip side of that, whenever LSU is receiving a punt, 
who's going to be that guy that gets it? We saw Gregory Clayton, Michael Clayton um, kind of emerge. I mean, really, and it was just because, like, he can catch the ball. He can right? catch the ball. Like, like last year. <laughs> he goes up like, there and throws a fair catch and catches like, it. Last year, it was like, butt cheeks <laughs> clenched. Like, close your eyes, uh, curl up in a ball on the ground, and pray to the Lord Please catch that it. they Please catch the catch punt, it. right? Um <laughs> And you know, I mean, I remember, I remember one game. I can't remember what game it was. It was later on in the season um, that I would leave the room, like, like I'd leave, and I'd, I'd ask Dad, like, did they catch it? And he'd be like, yes. Or I'd like close my eyes and I'd just wait to hear the TV, like, you know, nothing bad going yeah, happen. Yeah. Like, look, seriously, that's how it was for me last yeah. year. Uh, uh in, in a few moments. So, um, the biggest question this year is, who do you stick back there, Michael? Uh, Gregory Clayton was the guy that just they, they put back there out of a necessity of finding somebody that could catch the ball. Right. We've heard a lot of things about Aaron Anderson. Reagan, what's your take on uh, who's going to be their punt returner this year? Yeah, I mean, obviously it was a problem last year, but I think it, it could po- potentially be, I mean, a, a, a great threat uh, this year in terms of a threat for for the, the opponent, not, not for us. Yeah. Uh, in Aaron Anderson. I mean, Aaron Anderson – uh, in high school, was an amazing returner, um, and, and you know he was doing really well at Alabama before his injury. Um, he transfers to LSU, and I think he'd be an immediate impact player on special teams. Um, sp- lightning speed. Uh, I, I think we won't have any problems with him catching it. He's he's very used to doing it. Uh, it it's something that he's done for a long time. Um, it, you know, it's not like Malik Neighbors, who we put out there game one because of, you know, his ability to make plays, but he wasn't used to catching punts. Like, it's not something yeah. he's normally used to doing. With Aaron Anderson, I think it's something he's always done, um, and it's something that 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 he's really good at, and I think it could really be a, a, a benefit for this team uh, or, or, or a, a game-changer for this team um, compared to last year when it was just like, like you were just saying, like you were just begging that they would just catch him. Uh, and that's all that – that Clayton was, but I do think Aaron Anderson is your returner. I, th- I think he's potentially your returner on, on both punt returns and kickoff. I mean, yeah, I, well, I don't see why not. I don't see why I not. Think I punt mean, return might be maybe a little bit of a question because Michael was there last year and he did such a great job last so. year. Yeah. You know, if there's, if there's some issues with the punt coverage and the defense uh, is getting down there, you know, and beating out our punt coverage, you know, and you, you you might want somebody that's more sure-handed. Like I, I don't know, but I have to agree. I think Aaron Anderson is going to be the highlight, and that's why we had him in our our thumbnail. Um, right. I think he's going to be the highlight of the punt returns and the kick returns. Uh, next to him on the kick returns, I think you're going to say Noah Kane again. I mean, he was very solid mm-hmm. last year. Uh, I mean, why would you change it out? The biggest question for me though is do we see Chris Hilton get some action back either at at kick return or punt return? I think I mean we talked about it last year. It was, it was talked a lot about last year about him potentially being the guy. Of course, he ultimately had the injury, didn't really play much last season at all. I don't think he played at all last season, did he? I think he played a little bit. I think he played a little bit. Uh yeah. but he he was hampered. Yeah. He was hampered last year by an injury. So, um, you know, you don't want to put him out there on the, on the punt return or kick return. So, do we see him get action? I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I like uh, to see Noah Kane be back there as well. I, I think, I think he did a solid job, and, and I think he could take care of business with Aaron Anderson. 
with Aaron Anderson kind of being the head guy there. I think, you know, obviously the biggest problems with last year was, you know, catching the football uh, on punt returns. But I think the second biggest problem was the coverage on kickoff and, and punt returns. Oh, yeah. So you have got to be better on, on coverage. So this year I definitely want to see an improvement catching the football uh, on punt returns and on yeah. kick coverage with punts and, and kickoffs. Um, I mean, you – and, and that's when, like, with the kickoff, you just hope that Divert Nathan, which he did a pretty good job at this last year. I mean, he wasn't perfect. He, he kind of started slow, and then near the end of the year, he got a lot better at doing this. But just kick it out the back of the end zone. Yeah. If you're kicking it out that's the back of the end zone, you that's never you have to worry about. And that's what um, that's what Xavier Atkins – or not Xavier Atkins. Um, <laughs> I'm going blank. What's his name? Atkins. It was Atkins. Yeah, Atkins. Avery Atkins. Avery Atkins. Avery. That's what Avery was so good at, man. I mean, it was like he's a sure thing. Out like he's going to boot it out the back of the end zone. Like, and and you, you hope to see that because I mean Nathan. I don't know if you've seen Nathan, but I mean he's like a stocky. I mean he's got yeah. massive thighs, paws. I mean he's a big <laughs> dude. Like he's he's stocky. Like he's built. And so like I would love to. You know, I mean he he should be able to have the ability to kick that thing out of there. So yeah, uh, yeah. kick the thing out the back of the end zone. Let's get some. That's all I want there. That's all like, I want. That's all I want to see. Is there anything else, Ryan, you got on the special teams? Uh, I mean, I, I think long slap, snapper Slade Roy. I, I mean, Obviously. he was he was he was solid all year long last year. Uh, I mean, he he caused you no problems. I think he done a, did a great job, um, and, and I think he could be another strength to, to your uh, special teams. You know, him and Jay, I think were were phenomenal last year, and I, th- I think we see the same. Uh, uh, again this year. So, and he, man, you know, he got that, that, that return or uh, the muff punt against Mississippi State. Again, maybe he can pull that off again this year. So, uh, but yeah, I like Slade Roy a lot. Maybe we can get him back on the show again. We yeah, had him on last year. See, it was, my, back it was my fault. He, he's, he has told us that he's wanted to come back on the show, and I didn't think about it. I honestly, uh, you know, we didn't really, me and you didn't communicate great during our, our time off about, hey, which, position group we're going to start with because sure, sure. whenever i created the show i was like quarterbacks so i was like ah we'll just do that one first whatever and then you text <laughs> me today and you're like hey we're doing the special teams I'm like oh crap let me go change this real quick well that's what we did first last year so i, I just figured yeah it, it's fine it's fine so uh you know i'm not gonna blame you but i should have been more prepared uh and probably communicated better on uh hey you know you know what we're doing because we would like to try and get some players that are in these position groups on our show so we're gonna be we're gonna be attempting to do that guys obviously they're they're super busy right now as they're prepping for football season um so it may be difficult to do that but we're gonna try our best to get some guys on uh some current players on who are in these position groups as we go through and break down these position groups for this upcoming year um would you say that special teams is the biggest concern no, I, I really don't think I, I don't think special teams is going to be a concern this year. I really don't. Um, okay. The way Brian Kelly has described it is that it's kind of an all hands on deck thing. It's I mean Yannick is kind of your guy, the point man on it, right? The one who got promoted to that position that that uh title as special teams coordinator. But he said really everybody's going to be participating in special teams. So. Um, I, I think I think it's going to be well prepared from like I think Brian Kelly is going to be very prepared in terms of special teams, like what's going to be 
taken care of and who's going to be where and coverage. And I think there's been a lot more eyes on special teams this year, and it's not going to be a problem. I really don't foresee what happened last year happening again because I don't think Brian Kelly is going to allow it to happen again like that. I mean, I don't think the special teams unit is going to, like, wow you. You know, it's not like uh, 2011 when Tyra Matthew was back there. You know, right, uh, and, and you're and you're like, hey, he could break one. Now, I mean, maybe Aaron Anderson does that. Maybe we'll see. Um, maybe it becomes that, but um, I definitely think it's going to be a major, major step up. I mean, yeah. I don't think you're going to have issues with you know, like point after attempt coverage, right? Right. Uh, right. Point after attempt blocking, like you did uh, in the first Correct. game last year, which was just absolutely brutal. It just absolutely brutal. cannot happen. Brutal. Right. It won't happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. Again. I don't think that happens. I won't I say either. I won't. I won't say it won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I definitely uh, think they're they're taking care of business. I definitely. Yeah, knock on wood. I mean, you may shank one every now and then, but I mean, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. uh, they do a lot better job this year at protect. I think protection is just the biggest thing this year, yeah. man. Yeah. It, it might be more of a it might be more of a need than catching. I mean, you you want to catch the ball in the punt turn, but. <laughs> um, I feel like that. I don't know between between catching the football uh, on special teams and coverage; those two were really bad. Yeah. So it's between it those was, two, awesome. which one you awesome. really want to see uh, kind of get fixed? Yeah, the average return for our opponents was absurd. Like it was just absurd. So, anyways, all right, guys, appreciate y'all listening in. We're gonna hit one last final break, and we'll come back right after this to wrap things up. Make sure you go follow us on. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Guys, right back here to wrap things up. Last few comments here. FSU won't be playing the same team. This go-round HP4 and MS0 on the field is going to be an issue. I agree. Last year, we, we didn't even like have Harold Perkins like full go for the Florida State game. Like He wasn't even starter, didn't play that major role. Mason Smith obviously got hurt. Pretty excited about maybe some revenge there. And obviously, Jaden Daniels, brand new to the system, and that was very obvious. Uh, game one. So um, I, I think we're going to be well prepared for the Florida State game. I think it's been a completely different game. RP, Xavier, all AM now since he's moved to Shadow Creek. Yeah, AM has kind of roped him in. Uh, and I think that's ultimately where he will land. I don't think he'll be a Tiger at all. All right. Anything else? I think that's it. Appreciate you guys joining in, all your comments and, and your input on the special teams. Um, we're going to be obviously having another show this week, so be looking out uh, for when that is, and we'll be covering another position group and previewing that group. So we will see you uh, then in the next uh, show. We'll let you know when that is. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace. Peace.